the Mind for Life podcast. The Mind for Life podcast. Where your thinking can change your life. And now, here's your host, Jeff Bogazic. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Mind for Life podcast. My name is Jeff Bogazic, and I will be your host. Here on this podcast, we help you to learn, think, and live a little bit better. And I'm really excited about this program, especially, and the upcoming year of 2018. As we're coming to the end of 2017 and beginning to get ready to move into 2018. Obviously, this is one of those times during the year where we begin to reflect back on what the past year was like for us and what uh, some of the challenges that we've went through and what some of the things that we want to be able to address going forward. And if you are a person who is interested in really improving and in developing yourself, then this is the podcast for you. We talk about personal development and I'm really excited for 2018 because we have got a great program for you to be involved with, to walk with us on a journey in 2018. And before I tell you a little bit about that, let me mention our podcast sponsor. It is Bluehost.com. Bluehost is the leading web services provider. So if you in 2018 are interested in starting a blog of your own or starting a podcast of your own or hosting your own website, Bluehost is the company for you. They provide everything that you need to get on the web and thrive. And you can get a sweet deal, $3.95 a month hosting. If you go to our website, mindforlife.org, scroll to the bottom of the homepage and click on the link there. So I would encourage you to do that. Now, we don't have an interview for you today, but today I want to talk about what we've got going on and what our plans are going forward for 2018. One of the things I always like to do is when I come to the end of a year, reflect back on the past year and look at some of the areas and the things that have happened to me um, and kind of think about, well, what do I want to address for the new year? We always talk about New Year's resolutions. And for some people, those things are things that just kind of like dreams or fantasies or things like that or things that they want to accomplish. And as uh, you've heard, if you listen to our last podcast, uh, 80% of those don't ever get fulfilled and people usually are done with their New Year's resolutions by the end of January. But this year, 2018, we want to be a little bit different. And what we're going to do here at Mind for Life is start on a 52-week essential skills development program and you can join with us. Now, let me explain what I mean by essential skills. When we think about what are the things that we need, what are the skills that we need to be able to succeed in business and in life? 
I recently wrote an article called The 52 Essential Skills You Need to Succeed in Business and in Life. And when we talk about these skills, I'm talking about not vocational skills or maybe you might say um, field-specific knowledge. In other words, I need to know how to program a computer or I need to know this type of coding language or I need to know how... uh, mortgages work or anything like that, but I'm talking about skills that you need for all fields. These are what you might consider universal skills. You might have heard of these called the soft skills. These are the interpersonal things, how you get along with people, how you manage yourself, and how you understand the world around you, how you get involved and make your way in this life in ways that are successful. And I believe I've, I've done some research and I've read tons of leadership books and I've read tons of personal development books and self-improvement books. And in reading a lot of that, I, have, uh, I came up with a list of about 150, 150 different skills that people have said, these are the things that you need. And so what I did was I compiled all of that consolidated it down into 52. And the reason why was because I felt like it would be a good idea to work on one skill each week. And that's what we're going to do here in 2018 at Mind for Life. We're going to work on one skill. So I'll write a blog post and we'll have a podcast and maybe I will talk with an expert or something like that on that particular skill for the week. And you can get involved with that and join along with us. And I'll explain a little bit how you can do that in just a couple of minutes. But let me tell you about these skills. And in looking through these 52 skills, I kind of broke them down into five primary categories. These are five primary skill categories, and let me go through them. The first one is skills of self-management. The self-management skills. These are the things that we might call um, personal skills, the qualities that we need to possess in and of ourselves. And these personal management skills reflect our mindset. They reflect our attitudes, those things that are inherent within us, some of them constructive, some of them destructive. So there are self-management skills is category number one. Number two is productivity. The productivity skills. How do we get things done in a timely way? How do we not procrastinate? How do we organize? productivity skills. These are things you need to be able to have in life in order to accomplish certain things in your business and in your life. So self-management skills, productivity skills. The third one is communication skills. Communication skills refer to how we impart information, how we exchange information and meaning with other people. This is both uh, on a one-on-one or small group level, as well as mass communication or communication to large audiences, communicating vision. These skills highlight the core competencies around our communicative efforts. So communication skills, how do we communicate? It's essential. 
Number four is our perception skills. Perception deals with how we see the world around us. What do we understand when we look at the world, when we look at ourself in relationship to other people, when we look at ourselves? And these are skills that reference the intentional perceptions that we have, in other words, the ones that we have intentionally and on purpose, but also the subconscious perceptions that we have, the ones that are kind of like autopilot perceptions, the ones that just happen to us or the, the ways that we think just because of the way that we've been brought up or the experiences that we've had in the past, perception skills. And the final one is the interpersonal skills. And this uh, deals with how we relate to other people. How do we get along with them? We live in a social world. We live in a social world. And so it's important to be able to understand and in order to be successful, I guess you could say, in a social world, you need to be able to get along with other people. And so this, the interpersonal skills deal with how we manage our relationships, how we think about our relationships, not only our personal relationships, but also our professional relationships. And so I've broken them down into five categories. I'm going to just quickly read through all of those skills and let you know, kind of give you a brief um, overview, you know, a bird's eye view of what we want to accomplish in 2018 and what the skills are that we're going to concentrate and focus on for 2018 in this essential skills development program. So let me go through them very quickly. I'm just going to give you a brief synopsis of each one and read through them. Uh, under the category of self-management, we have uh, the skill of self-confidence. Can you trust and believe in yourself? Do you trust and believe in yourself? Number two is a sense of humor. Are you always serious? Are you too serious? Do you have a lighthearted outlook on the world with the ability to laugh and appreciate a joke? Number three is living in balance. Do you know how to keep the different aspects of your life in healthy relationship with one another? How do you make sure that your priorities are aligned? How do you know to put in the big rocks first, so to speak, to make sure that the things that should be getting done are getting done and that you're not going too far to one extreme and focusing on one while leaving other important things uh, without getting the attention that they need. So living within a balance. Number four is purpose. Do you know and are you living according to your purpose? What was the reason you were put here on this planet? Why are you here and what are you doing? Do you have an understanding of that? And are you living your life according to that? Number five is risk-taking. This is the ability to step out on the limb when necessary. One of the three things, uh, there was a survey that was done of people that were towards the end of their days in their elderly years, and they asked them, what, was one, what were the things that you regret about your life? What, what do you regret? And one of the top three answers was, I wish I would have risked more. We do have a tendency to play it safe sometimes, but in order to be successful, in order to move our lives forward, we have to be willing to take risks. 
These are calculated risks and risks that where you understand what you may lose, but uh, do you have the skill of risk-taking? Number six is competitiveness. Do you have a healthy ambition? Now, some people have an unhealthy ambition, and ambition drives their entire life. But on the other side of that extreme are people that have no ambition and no desire to do anything. So the idea of competitiveness is, are you willing to get in the arena are you willing to go up against different challengers and different rivals? Number seven is the desire to learn. Some people are content where they are, not willing to learn anything new. So do you have a healthy curiosity? Do you have a curious outlook on the world and an unquenchable thirst for new knowledge and new experiences to try to learn more about what's going on? Maybe in your business, maybe in your life, maybe in relationships. Do you have a desire to learn? Number eight is coachability. Uh, some people have this skill, which is in a sense, a humility to submit yourself to someone else, to a coach or someone who can help you, the willingness to learn new skills from someone else, a willingness to submit yourself to someone else and say, uh, maybe I don't know it all and maybe someone else can help me move forward in my journey. Number nine is emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence deals with a realistic understanding of your own self, which includes self-awareness, uh, empathy, the ability to regulate your emotions, your emotional states, understanding your emotional states, uh, social skills, which we do get into a little bit more in interpersonal, uh, the interpersonal skills and motivation, which we will talk a little bit more about under the productivity. So emotional intelligence, number 10 is grit. Grit is resilience, uh, commitment, diligent to work hard, um, the ability to keep going during the tough times. Do you have grit? Do you have enthusiasm? Enthusiasm is a passion for life. Um, the inherent motivation deep down inside of you to take on new challenges with determination uh, rather than someone who doesn't have enthusiasm or is kind of lackluster in approaching life and challenges and things like that. Are you enthusiastic? Number 12 is ethics. Ethics deals with honesty, truthfulness, and having a, an ethical disposition, uh, a high ethical standard in your work, in your life, in your relationships. This is being conscientious about keeping your promises by abiding by your word, by standing by your word. Um, so ethics, number three is, th uh, excuse me, number 13 is friendliness. Do you have a general kindness towards other people? Number 14 is adaptability. Adaptability means being flexible to changes and new conditions and new environments in your life. So are you adaptable or are you pretty much static? Are you kind of locked in concrete, not willing to change, not willing to move in new directions? Number 15 is authenticity. This means being real, right? In what you portray of yourself to the world and other people, not pretending you're something you're not, not grandstanding or posturing or play acting a specific role for your own gain, but being authentic, being transparent, being real. Number 16 is assertiveness. This means being self-assured and confident without being aggressive. 
So one of the definitions of assertiveness is the ability to communicate with confidence and skill the full range of your thoughts and emotions. So are you assertive? Now we move into the productivity skills. And the first one is research skills. Do you have the ability to know how to find out the authoritative information about things and topics when, when necessary. It's a different skill than just curiosity, right? Or the desire to learn. The desire to learn is like the first part of it. But then the research skills is, has to do with, do you understand and know how to find the answers that you need to be able to find? Uh, so I think that's important. Number 18 is goal setting. First of all, do you set goals? And number two, do you know how to set goals? You want to be able to set goals that are both challenging and realistic. One goal you can set is I'm going to join with the Essential Skills course for 2018. And all you have to do basically in this course is read the blog, read the email, listen to the podcast, and uh, join with us in a journey of self-exploration. That's one that is realistic, but as well challenging. It's not going to be easy, something we can do. So can you set goals? Number 19, time management. Do you have the discipline to plan your life rather than let your life plan you? Can you manage the hours that you are given each day in a productive way? Number 20 is delegation. This has to do more with business, but delegation is more of an understanding of priorities and knowing how to assign tasks so that they can be accomplished in a timely manner without you necessarily having to do it. This is also um, requires people skills to be able to assign tasks with tact, with confidence, with integrity, uh, not in a dictatorial way necessarily, but in a way that is authoritative. So delegation is an important productivity skill. Number 21 is attention to detail. And sometimes we, uh, sometimes people are more prone to be able to see the forest for the trees. And sometimes people are more prone to be able to see the trees within the forest. And I think you have to have the skill of both. You may be predisposed to one over the other, but I think real success means developing both of those skills. So can you see the trees within the forest? Can you know the importance of each one? Can you... Um, understand why details are important and how those details must be addressed. Number 22 is effective decision-making. This is about making wise decisions that benefit the organization and move things forward. Sometimes people make decisions just to make decisions. But can you understand what is an effective decision? Can you make an effective decision instead of being paralyzed by too much information or by the opinions of others? So this has to do with having the courage to make the tough call when you feel it's right, even in the face of adversity and even when there are people that think you are wrong. Number 23 is crisis management. So crisis management has to do with Understanding the different levels of crisis, right? Knowing some, knowing when something is a real crisis and when something is maybe not as critical. Uh, knowing when something is really dangerous in your life or in your organization and maybe something that might just be a simple bump in the road. And then 
knowing the proper way to address it. How do you address and manage a crisis according to its level of importance? Sometimes people put all of their efforts into really small and uh, unimportant crisis and the big things that are really destructive, like the earthquakes, the tsunamis that are coming, they don't really address. So crisis management has to do with dealing with crisis in appropriate ways. Number 24 is stress management. Stress management, can you deal with stress in your life in a healthy way? Do you know how to roll with the punches without, uh, while at the same time, not just simply accepting the status quo? That doesn't mean giving up, but recognizing and um, understanding stress and deadlines and things that come into your life, but being able to handle them in a healthy way. So this is also a skill that deals with understanding balance. Those are the productivity skills. Now we move into communication skills. Um, Number 25 is presentation skills. This is the ability to present a message to other people, to cast vision, to communicate direction on projects to various audiences and in various different contexts. You might say, well, I don't have to do much presenting in my life or in my job, but ultimately you do. You have to be able to communicate your vision. You have to be able to communicate to other people your opinions and your desires and your thoughts when you are moving projects or moving things forward. So can you do that in an effective way? Number 26 is storytelling. This deals with understanding how narratives and stories guide and give meaning. So we all, uh, I think, have a tendency to be moved by stories. Stories can communicate meaning, uh, can communicate direction. Well, can you effectively weave those narratives into the organizational culture or into your own life and the lives of other people in an effective way? Can you tell a good story? Number 27 is public speaking. This is a little bit different than presentation because presentation skills don't necessarily um, always fall in the context of a public mass communication type of event. But public speaking is a skill that you should be able to develop uh, the ability to speak in front of audiences, being confident and doing it in an effective way. Number 28 is body language. This is understanding the nonverbal messages that communicate to other people. You know that of our communication, 7% is the words. 93% of the meaning that we communicate is body language, uh, facial expression, gestures, position, um, tone of voice, right? So body language means knowing how to read the messages that other people are sending you, knowing when their body language is conflicting with what they're actually saying, understanding that, recognizing that, but also knowing how to use your own body language, knowing how to move your body kinesthetically and to use your hands and facial expressions to communicate things that align with who you are and what you're trying to say. So body language is a big one. 
29 is listening. Do the do you have the ability to listen and actually hear what other people are saying when they speak to you without just simply trying to say what's next for you? So listening is not just listening for the message, but also listening for what they call the meta message. This is the message behind what they're saying. And so listening means trying to interpret body language and trying to understand what they're really saying when they say something to you. Can you do that? Number 30 is facilitation of discussion. Do you have the skill, the ability to ask questions to, if you want to use the term, you know, to have, uh, to have everyone kind of come together and communicate and ask questions and keep things on the right track without discussions getting off on tangents? Can you facilitate discussion on specific topics and keep it moving forward and in a way that's going to benefit the organization? That's a skill that you can learn and develop. Number 31 is persuasion. Do you have the ability to persuade other people using maybe your own character, your passion, logical arguments uh, in order to persuade people and influence them to your thoughts and ideas. This is a big one. Uh, in order to get things done and accomplish things, can you persuade? I'm not talking about it in a manipulative sort of way, but I want to talk about more in an authentic way to be able to persuade people to understand you and what you're saying and who you are. Number 32 is constructive criticism. Do you know how to tactfully and maybe you might say charitably give feedback without inserting your own ego and to communicate to other people in goodness the ways that they can improve for their own benefit and for the benefit of the organization. Can you constructively criticize someone? Number 33 is clarity in messaging. And you might say, well, this does have to do with presentation skills because when you're presenting, your, your message needs to be clear. Yes, but it also has to do with your individual communication. Can you make yourself understandable when communicating to other people? When you're communicating your thoughts and ideas about things, when you're having to be assertive, when you're having to deal with crisis, when you're having to manage conflict, can you be clear? Can you be simple? Can you avoid uh, jargon and language that muddies the message and find a simplistic way to communicate exactly what you're saying so people will understand it? That's a skill some people don't have. Then we move into the perception skills. Those were the communication skills. Perception has to do with, number one, critical thinking. Do you have the skill to think critically? What does this mean? It means not simply accepting what's given to you when someone says something or when uh, a message is presented to you, but thinking deeper about it, thinking deeper about the world in a constructive way and not necessarily a destructive way. This, this means not necessarily being compliant with what everyone says, but trying to think a little bit deeper and engage that conversation on a deeper level. So critical thinking is something that you can develop. Number 35, creativity. Do you understand the creative process? Do you know how to employ creative and innovative thinking in order to do things in new ways? 
That's a skill that can be very, very beneficial for you and for your organization. Number 36 is intuitive perception. This means um, reading, the ability to read people and situations. You'll be able to have an intuition about what's really going on or who people really are. This does have to do with body language, but it also has to to do with like being able to read the context and understand what's happening, what's the dynamic in the room, so to speak, to be able to see people as they really are, recognize their emotional states, try to recognize and understand even their underlying motivations. So this intuitive perception is something that I believe you can develop instead of just walking in and not being aware of it, right? But, but coming into a situation and kind of like, assessing it, trying to understand what's going on, perceive intuitively what's happening. Number 37 is empathy. Empathy is the emotional skill of putting yourself in someone else's shoes to understand them better and maybe even feel their thoughts and emotions as they feel them. So in a sense, this is having compassion, but empathy is a little bit deeper than that. So do you have the skill of empathy? Can you put yourself in another person's emotional state to understand them? Number 38 is lateral thinking. And I would maybe sense this is similar to critical thinking, but lateral thinking is, and maybe even creativity, but I think lateral thinking is a little bit different. This is the ability to see things from different and uncommon perspectives. This is the ability to look at things through new lenses, to reframe problems from new viewpoints. So lateral thinking is, is in a sense creative, but it's, it's just a way or a skill of addressing problems or situations and trying to look at them from different ways than you traditionally do. So it's a skill, lateral thinking. Number 39 is strategic thinking. Different than lateral thinking, strategic thinking is, think of, uh, think of chess. To be able to see multiple, if you play chess, you play chess effectively, you know, they say that some of these grandmasters are able to think seven or eight moves ahead. Um, now, not everybody can do that, but you can develop the ability to think a couple moves ahead to try to take realistic assessments of where you're going or where your organization is going, trying to see what the future is and what it could be and what it likely might be, and then taking the steps to address that future in a strategic way. So thinking a couple steps down the road. Number 40 is problem solving. Problem solving has to do with troubleshooting problems, the difficulties and the challenges that you have, trying to assess what they are and accurately define what those problems are and then finding innovative ways to solve those problems and address them. Number 41 is what I would call artistic sense. And this is, this has to do with aesthetics, being able to see things from an aesthetically pleasing perspective. So this is like an understanding of artistic and design trends and being able to recognize them and see them and employ them within your organization, uh, thinking with design and aesthetics in mind. And, and this has to do with understanding what is pleasing to other people. Now, aesthetics are subjective, but being able to understand other people and what their motives are and what they're doing, right, comes into play when it comes to thinking about aesthetics. If you're thinking about your customer 
and you're trying to design something that is pleasing to them, you need to know your customer. Then you need to understand the design and the artistic in order to be able to give them the product that they want. So artistic sense. Number 42 is technology savvy. Are you up to date with the latest technology trends? This doesn't mean you have to get deep into understanding how to code CSS or HTML or C++ or anything like that, but it is an understanding of where technology is going, what's going on in technology, how in a basic way does it work, and then how can it be utilized in your organization or in your business or in your professional life. So uh, having an under, some people just give up on that, right? I'm too old or, you know, I don't need to know that, blah, blah. Some people give up on it, but technology savvy is something that is more and more important in the technological society as we begin to move forward. So do you have that skill? And then finally, we move into the interpersonal skills. So these basically deal with our relationships with others. Number 43 is negotiation. This is, if you want to use the phrase, the art of making the deal, right? Uh, knowing how to negotiate and make deals that are beneficial for the organization, make deals that are considered at uh, at least win-win, knowing how to work with your counterparts and accomplish and achieve your personal goals as well as your organizational objectives while at the same time enabling them to achieve there. So negotiation is a skill. Number 44 is networking. Networking is the skill of connecting with other people for mutual benefit. Do you have the skill to be able to communicate and talk to other people in order to network with them and to give them maybe some things and advance them forward and in hopes of of having them maybe help you in your future as well? So networking. Number 45 is team building. Do you understand team dynamics? Do you know how interpersonal relationships work and can you manage those in order to construct and, uh, and manage an effective, high-performing group of people? So team building has to do with leadership in one sense, but not necessarily because it's about putting people together and, and knowing the dynamics and, and managing those relationships. Number 46 is conflict resolution. Obviously, this is something that everybody has to deal with. It is a skill. You can learn how to manage and resolve conflict situations. Do you have that skill? Are you able to keep your own emotions in check in conflict situations? Are you able to manage difficult conversations with skill, knowing how to deal with difficult people? Do you understand how to do that? And do you have the skills necessary? That's something that you can improve. Number 47 is charisma. Charisma is the ability to attract other people to oneself, the ability to inspire other people. Now, charisma, for some people, it is an innate quality. In other words, some people are just automatically charismatic. But I think it's something you can learn and you can grow in. The uh, ability to be inspirational, to inspire other people um, and draw them to your vision and what you've got um, as far as your, your direction for the organization. So you can learn to be more charismatic by doing certain things and we will talk about in we will talk about that in 2018 48 is diplomacy do you know how to tactfully manage difficult and challenging circumstances in order to maintain unity in a sense it has to do with conflict resolution yes but diplomacy goes a little bit 
deeper and in a different direction. In other words, there are situations and circumstances. Can you be diplomatic? Do you know how to manage those circumstances? Can you maintain unity? Because you may not be able to bring resolution in all those situations, but you can be diplomatic and you can find ways to maintain unity. Number 49 is mentoring. Do you have the ability to help someone else become better? This doesn't mean simply lecturing someone and dispensing your advice and wisdom, but the ability to coach them forward on their journey, to invest your time into helping someone else to get to where they want to be. Number 50 is leadership. Leadership basically is just influencing others and leading them, directing them on a journey to become better people themselves and to move the organization forward. So do you have the skills of influence in order to lead people? Do you know where you're going and are you able to walk in that direction at the same time bringing people along with you? It's the age old quote, a leader with no followers is someone who's just out taking a walk. So leadership, influencing other people. Number 51 is collaboration. Do you have the ability to work with other people, to get along with other people, to collaborate and make the project better? Or are you someone who says, I have to do it myself. I can't have anyone else involved in this. It's a skill. And and, uh, a collaborative mindset is one that recognizes the value of other perspectives, other ideas, other thoughts in what's going on. And number 52 is etiquette. I wanted to put tact in here, but it's knowing what and what not to say or do in the different situations and contexts and environments in which you find yourself. So there are some things that you can say and do at a barbecue that you cannot say or do in a business meeting. And etiquette um, is one of the things that I think we need to learn. We need to learn how to be respectful of other people and their thoughts. Um, So how to say what's right in the particular situation that you're in, how to do what's right. I'm not talking just about knowing what fork to use at the table when you're at an, an important dinner or which direction, where to put your napkin. It goes beyond that. It, it, it's, it's being able to navigate with people and, and being doing the right thing in the right circumstances at the right time. So do you have that? So those are the 52 essential skills. Now let me tell you how you can get involved with us in 2018. There's two things you can do. Number one, there is an essential skills personal assessment form. So in the personal assessment form, and you can find that at our website, it's going to be there under mindforlife.org slash 046. Uh, You will see the show notes for this podcast, but mostly on there, what you're going to find are the 52 skills and the assessment. So you get the assessment, you go through it, and you basically give yourself a 
one to five or, you know, you pick, am I good at this? Am I okay at this? Am I so-so? I'm, I'm doing well here and I've got this one down. You kind of assess yourself and what you might want to do is take that assessment and give it to someone who knows you really well and ask them to assess you on each of the 52 skills. Then compare notes. What do they think about you? What do you think about it? It's got to be someone who knows you pretty well. But you give them a copy of the assessment, you have them assess you, you do the assessment yourself, you assess yourself, and then you write down what are your top 10, in other words, where do you think you're doing well, and then you write down what are your bottom 10, what are the ones you most need to work on. Now, this year, 2018, we are going to address one skill each week. I'm going to write a blog post, I'm going to give you resources, I'm going to give you give you some exercises and things that you can do to improve in that area. Each week, we'll talk about it on the podcast. If we're fortunate enough to get an expert uh, in that particular area on the podcast, then I'll do that and we'll get them on here and interview with them and talk about that particular skill. But the goal here is to take a 52-week journey to developing and improving those skills. When we get to the end of this year, are you going to be better? I hope so. Are you going to be better in all areas? Probably not. You want to focus on the the ones that need the most work and the ones that may be hurting or hindering you the most. But hopefully each week we will take steps forward together to grow in these essential skills uh, in order to grow and develop ourselves in a new way for 2018. So the first thing you need to do is to download that assessment, grab that from the website. And the second thing that you can do is to join our Essential Skills Facebook group, the Mind for Life Essential Skills Facebook group. And that will be linked on the page mindforlife.org slash 046. And basically that is just an accountability group. It's an opportunity for you to get with like-minded folks, people who are participating in this and going forward and walking this journey together to encourage one another, to talk about things, maybe to explore these topics in greater depth. And we will be on there and encouraging you and providing resources along the way as we talk about each one of these essential skills moving forward in 2018. So I'm really excited about it. Uh, Don't think that if you don't get started right with us on January 1, that you can't get started. The beauty of this program is you can join anytime. So if you happen to be listening to this podcast and it's March and you say, oh, it's too late for me. No, it's not. Just get involved. Just download the worksheet, join the Facebook group, and just start the journey wherever you are. Um, I'm excited about this, and I think it's going to be a really, really great 2018. I'm looking forward to it and I hope you are as well. And uh, that's all I have for today. So thank you so much for joining with us on this podcast. Remember the show notes are here at mindforlife.org slash 046. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, stop and leave a review, rate us if you will. I'd appreciate that. And you can also comment on this either in the Essential Skills Facebook group or on the website show notes for this page, mindforlife.org slash 046. Thank you so much for listening. It's going to be a great 2018, and we look forward to walking that journey with you. Thanks again. We'll talk to you next time. (laughs)